Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to Relationship Wednesdays. I am Darren Noel. And I'm Dr. Nefertiti Noel. Good evening. Good evening and welcome back to the show. And this week is really a follow-up to our last week's conversation about bullying, asking, is there a bully in the house? This is part two segment. And we talk about these bullies in the relationships. And we start off the show last week talking about those bullies in all different types of relationships, uh, intimate relationships, uh, friends, coworkers. But we're really going to focus on these segments really on the intimate type relationships and bullies in those type uh, relationships. Absolutely. And we're also being really clear that we're not talking about domestic violence and using physical violence um, as a bully behavior, although we know that that's clearly happening in people's homes across the country. But we're focusing on emotional bullying and what that means um, and what that means to your household. In addition, Darren, tell a little bit about what you do. Yeah. Here at Noel & Associates, my background, I'm at, my background is in corporate America, and particularly here I focus on resume consults and mock interviews and life coaching. Absolutely. My name is Dr. Nefertiti Noel, and I am a, um, a clinician, excuse me, and I run a thriving private practice right outside Chicago, Illinois. So a couple things. If you have questions tonight, tonight's telephone number is 323-693-3835. 323-693-3835. The second uh, number for you to have is if your issues are more difficult than what we're talking about tonight. Because, again, this evening we're not, I mean, we may not have your specific questions. Maybe we can't address everything that you need. So you may need to make an appointment, if not here, somewhere. Let me give you our number. Our telephone number is 630-428-2344. So we're clearly making suggestions, but if you have a more specific issue, if you can't just take some of the smaller nuggets that we're giving out tonight and make a difference in the bully behavior in your home, then you need to be seeking some support and talking to someone because bully behavior can really be insidious and creep into your life and take you over, and you don't want to slow down your life or um, you don't want your relationships to be messy or sticky because you don't have the tools that it takes to correct bully behavior for yourself and even for someone else. That's right. All right, great. Thank you, Dr. Noel. Well, let's start off just doing a real, really fast recap of what emotional bullying is in this type of relationship, okay? This comes from womenshomepage.com, but it says it's a repeated behavior that degrades, denigrates, or otherwise makes you feel bad about yourself, okay, ranging from blatant insults, okay, to all, even to subtle put-downs, Okay. So this is really what emotional bullying is. It's this ongoing, repeated behavior that really makes you feel bad about yourself. Go ahead. Oh, and I was going to say, and repeated behavior, somatic behavior doesn't have to be every week, every month, every year. Sometimes you can see it episodically when if your spouse gets stressed out and then they become a bully. Or if it's, you know, I see a lot of holiday bully behavior or in-law bully behavior. So the in-law comes and they team up against the other person, and they become a bully for that person. So it may not be daily or weekly, but it can also be situational. That's a great point. That's a very great point. It doesn't have to be like every day, every week, but some things can arise and they turn to the bully. They turn to the Hulk and kind of start flipping out on you. Oh, wait a minute, what's going on? So these are the things that we want to take a note of. Because if you read through some of these things, you can say someone who has been a bully at one time in their life in some form of fact, just had a bad day or whatever the case may be, but this is the, the repeated behavior in some type of cycle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. Go ahead, Go ahead. I was also going to say that we've, all, we've been talking about the, the emotionally aggressive situations that somebody bullies, but people may also bully in a non-aggressive, uh, non-aggressive way. Let me give you some examples of a non-aggressive way. A non-aggressive way may be 
you know what, babe? Um, can you do me a really, 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 really big favor? I really need you to pay mom's bill or do this or do that because she really gets out of control when we don't. And when I was a kid, she was really abusive. We just do this. It'll take away any kind of drama. And I know I'm putting you out there. I know I'm asking you to put your neck out on the chopping block. But if you do this thing for me, I will be, like, forever grateful. Ooh. Okay. It's pushing you with love, right? Like right. if you really wanted to protect me, so they don't always say these words, but if you really love me or want to protect me, you would do what I ask you to do because it makes my life easier. Trust me, you don't want all the gory details, but it makes my life easier. So that's sometimes people don't notice that they're being pressured into things that way because they feel like, you know what, I'm just making my spouse's life easier. I'm making my girlfriend's life easier if I just do X, Y, and Z. And how about those subtle put-downs, something like, you know what, those pants are getting a little bit too tight on you but I guess you've just been too busy to worry about your weight. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's aggressive, though. I mean, I think a lot of people know that that's aggressive. Okay. You know, but, yeah, that's absolutely the way that people try to bully. Yeah. So a lot of different ways that people are starting that can't bully out there. Okay. Now, let's just kind of keep going and kind of picking up where we left off last week, a couple of things we have not talked about yet. A lot of times you can say, okay, someone is trying to bully in a relationship. If they tend to try and isolate you or reject you, if you don't do exactly what they say, or they, what they exactly what they want you to do, what they want you to say. Absolutely. So if you don't do exactly what I want, guess what? I'm going to kind of keep you away from phone. I'm going to isolate you. We're not going to be together. I'm going to separate myself from you. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's, that's bullying. A prime example of that one is you're going out with your spouse somewhere, and they maybe want you to wear something, do a certain thing, uh, pay for the meal, whatever it is they want you to do. And you say, you know what, I really don't feel comfortable doing that. They blow up, they have an argument, then they leave. They take the car. They leave you stranded. They take the truck. You know, they're gone for hours. Maybe you don't know where they are all night long. And they leave you isolated where you're not able to really make a move or do something. Another way that people isolate is with the kids. They say, you know, I really want my kids. And there's nothing wrong with being a stay-at-home mom, but I hear people say all the time, I know that you're busy, but I really want the kids to be raised. Even though I'm going to go out and be with people, I think you should be with the kids because the kids need to have you at home. And then pretty soon, a month goes by, two months, a year goes by, two years, and your your spouse has a healthy, active, outside life, but you don't. And it's done under the guise of somebody's got to do this very important thing of raising the kids or cleaning the house or taking care of this thing, well, I'll suffer and go out to other family parties without you. Right. And it wasn't the discussion, hey, let's discuss and let's agree upon, hey, this is what I'm, this is what we're doing, this is what you're doing, okay, and uh, have fun with that. Right, right, absolutely. Okay. Nice? The next one, this one we talked about a little bit, okay, but making threats. Listen, if you don't come to your senses, if you don't do exactly what I want you to do, I'm going to leave you. I'm going to take your money. I'm going to stop giving you money. I'm going to take the kids and leave. Okay, basically doing threats against somebody. Mm-hmm. That form, that's a form of bullying. You know, another way that that one comes up is, let's say you are upset with your spouse about something and you say, listen, I don't like the way you do X, Y, and Z. And then they automatically go, you know what, that's great. If you don't like the way I do it, maybe you should leave. Right. You know, if you don't like what I'm doing, if, if I don't make enough money for you, if I don't look the way you want, either I can leave or you can leave, but I'm not going to stand for you talking to me this way. So it turns into an automatic um one of us could just go. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a threat. Or I'm going to hold back money from you. I know normally I pay the monthly bill for this activity that you do, the activity that you like, uh, the workout center that you do. I pay for the monthly uh, installment on that payment. I pay for uh, your car note, and you, you're driving a nice car. Guess what? You don't do what I say, I'm pulling the car from you. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'm, you know, you can't drive the car anymore. 
Oh, I'm, I'm stop uh, paying for that benefit that, that you're using right now. Oh, wait a minute. I know you like to go to the, you're in a, a club, play a volleyball club, we're paying for that. You know what? We got this argument. I'm not paying for that anymore. And there's a couple of ways this happens. This happens a lot with couples that are married, but this also happens a lot with couples that are divorced. Oh, okay. Um, I see people do things like you're supposed to pay 50% of a doctor's bill or something. They say, okay, I've got it. I'll pay 50% of it. But then you, you know, send the check and they don't sign it. Um, send the check, put it in the envelope, but don't put a stamp on it. Or they say, I didn't tell you to sign Billy up for soccer, so I, I won't be paying for that. Let me ask you, you mentioned the kids that kind of that drives up in the memory or my thought process. Have you ever seen a doctor well where a parents will threaten to give um, talk bad about the other spouse to the child if they do something. You know what? Mm-hmm. If you keep this up, I'm going to tell little Jimmy, blah, blah, blah. Well, this, Normally they say, I'll let the son see who you really are. Okay. You know, nobody knows the inside school about who you are. I've always made the kids understand you to be a positive person. But you know what? Maybe we should, since we're in the truth, maybe we should tell the truth all the time. And I just let the kids know that your mom's a jerk or you're a jerk. I see that happening a lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. So- hey, Oh, Which is bad, but now you're bringing the kids into it, mm-hmm. okay? So you're not only being a boy to to your partner there, now you're influencing your children and having them have the, uh, a visibility into that situation. Well, I'm going to say that a bully in the house is just like a bully on the playground. When there's, let's say, four people on the playground and a bully, and let's say there's four people in the house and the bully. Right. Kids, I mean, people have to pick a side, right? The bully normally is intimidating the lead person so that everybody will learn that if I treat this person this way or if I don't do what they want, then I'll get some of what they're getting, and I don't want any. So bullying the home has the same theory going. If I let the kids know or if I make mom feel this way or dad feel this way, then everybody will know that I'm Chief Rocker and nobody can step on me or tell me what to do or not do. So really, but you're threatening everybody in the household. Correct. But like really... Uh, dealing with this one particular person and that bullying. So that's why the threats usually get to the kids because a lot of times people have been bullied so long that maybe you can't make mom and dad unhappy anymore, but a lot of people get to each other by the use of their kids. And I've seen bully behavior when it's not even a mom and a dad. Let's say it's an aunt. And let's say the aunt. I have seen so many folks calling DCFS on their family when they get angry with them. Oh, okay. No, maybe I'll call DCFS and let them know you spank your kids or using using that technique to get what they want from somebody. Absolutely. I have seen news, I see news reports on that. Well, how does information out? And maybe found out about it because they got into an argument and they called DCFS on it, okay? Mm-hmm. They, they, they left the child alone while they had to go to work. You know, I'll give you guys some bully behavior that we've experienced. Um, blah, 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 we've got these neighbors behind us and that, you know, something happened that they didn't like. And they put their fence up backwards so we get to see the ugly part of the fence. Mm. And they're clearly just trying to send a message to us that, hey, we're not happy with something you said or did. Bunch of bullies. Right. And so, <laughs> and so that's bully behavior. And so we have a decision to make about, you know, what to do next. The good news is I don't care. I'm just going to plant a vine and let it grow around the fence. But it's the kind of thing that, that even a neighbor, even people can use small things such as that to, to produce bully results. Absolutely. Let's get into some solutions. How do you handle uh, the situation if you do have a bully in your relationship? This comes from uh, your Tango.com article, Are You in a Relationship with a Bully? First thing they recommend doing here is when you are in a situation where you have a bullying relationship, tell them when they do act appropriate and communicate properly with you. Make sure you're letting them know when they're not bullied, basically when they're not being a bully to you. Okay? Okay. So that's, that's for you. Hey, y'all, I'm reinforcing the positive 
But when you show uh, the positive attitude or you're treating me right, I'm going to make sure mm-hmm. I acknowledge the differences and I'm acknowledging that you're treating me right right now. So that's kind of like the Scooby Snack approach. When the okay. person does what you want them to do, you throw them a bone, so right. to speak. So thank you for being kind. I really enjoy it when you ask instead of take what you want. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, mean, I don't I mean, know if that's a positive. Okay, especially depends on how, how often it, it happens. I'm, I'm not sure from a bully standpoint how how much of an impact that would make on something. You know, the thing is, the interim bully doesn't care. Now, this is barring that the bully is your child. A lot of times, kids try to bully too. They don't get what they want, so they'll choose to throw a tantrum, right. or they'll um, mess up their hair right before they're trying to go out. You're trying to go out because maybe they don't want to go. They will scream, shout, kick, those kinds of things. That's a very different thing. You can reinforce positively and say, listen, I like it when you cooperate. I'm so proud of you for getting in the car really fast. Because kind of, at a child, you're still, they're in a learning curve. Mm-hmm. Right? So you're still in, in a teaching them mode because guess what? They really don't know. They're mm-hmm. learning. Okay? Mm-hmm. When you talk about in an in a, in a adult relationship, this person has already grown. Mm-hmm. These are things that they should have known already. Already. And I think the other thing, too, is bully behavior in a relationship. For example, I'll give you one that I hear. I hear in a lot of relationships, if you don't stay with me, I'll kill myself, right? right. Some of that emotional bullying stuff. When you say, listen, I like it better when you don't threaten to kill yourself, you know, for me to say, you know, it's difficult to, to make that a positive, you know? Right. And it's difficult to do that, especially when you've been giving in to the negative all the time. Sure. So one of the things I would suggest is don't give in to a bully, set a boundary. So the way to set a positive boundary, and here's some, let me just give you a little free advice. If you find out you're with a bully before you marry them, don't. I mean, that's the easiest way to deal with the bully in your home. Don't bring them in. Right. Um, the second way is to not respond to the setting, you know, not respond to what they're doing. The third thing that I think people should ask themselves, let's say your partner wasn't always a bully and one day they became a bully. Are you difficult to deal with? Do people have to, instead of being able to compromise, do people have to fight with you to get you to do things or can you have a conversation and make a compromise? A lot of times bullies develop this behavior because it works for them or because nothing else has worked. Okay. And they try to get through in some form or fashion. Absolutely. So people up the ante. So maybe instead of saying, I like it when you don't yell at me, I feel better about having sex with you when it's not a fight, it may be easier to win a fight and soon say, guess what, we're not going to have makeup sex because I feel uncomfortable about being bullied into that, that type of thing. Okay. And that's just an example. Yeah, communicate that. Now, I do think it could be a situation, and let me know your thoughts on this, if the person really doesn't know that what they're doing is bullying. You know, there's a difference between leadership and bully behavior, and I will say that some people don't understand that they're bullying, but when they don't understand, generally when you introduce, hey, listen, I felt kind of like that was a bully behavior. What was, did you mean to do that? Was that intentional? Um Usually those people turn around. But there are some people that say, you, you're you going to call a bully and I don't think it's bullying and I'm not changing the way I'm doing. They're just refusing to hear that your perception has any kind of validity. Right, okay, fair enough. And then sometimes what I might consider bullying, you may not consider bullying. Right. Now, are you talking about a situation that as if we're in a relationship or are you talking about just two individuals? Two individuals in relationships or not don't always see bullying. Some of the fine-tuning of bullying is the same thing. Absolutely. You know, I'll give you another bully behavior that's not always identified as a bully behavior. Um, you come home, you open the door, and your sister-in-law and her husband are sitting in your house with suitcases, and your husband says, I didn't know what else to do. 
I had to let I had to let them come. That's a bully behavior. Why? Because they know that hey, my brother would have let me stay, but now my sister in law came home and she decided not to let me stay. That's a way of emotionally bullying you. It's putting you on the spot, making you push the answer of yes, so that neither one of you all look bad. Okay, the putting you on the spot part. Okay, that, the putting you on the spot part is the part that's a bully behavior. Okay, so um, there's really no other option other than okay, you're going to make a huge scene. Right. 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 And so that, that's a less aggressive way. And I think the other person might say, well, I didn't believe you have the right to say no, but they set up a situation that they knew you were going to say yes to. Right. We're going to throw them out. Okay, yeah. Another inadvertent bully behavior. I already paid for my mom's light bill. What was I supposed to do? She called me. She needed it. I did it. So it's already gone. There's really no discussion at that point. It's right. Done. Comment already happened. Right. So, you, so there's no, the other person has no input into that decision. It's already correct. made. Correct. And I mean, I was a threat. Now, what, what you want me to do? Nothing. There's nothing to do. You kind of, I said, you bullied your way through that. It wasn't right. a discussion. So that steamrolling behavior, a lot of people may not classify it as bullying, but it is. And a lot of it is um, premeditated bully behavior, right? I mean, they thought about it. They used a credit card. Like, I hear people come in and say, look, that's my mom. I'll do anything for my mother. I don't care what he says. That's my mom. That's another way of using emotional blackmail. You're trying to say that they don't have the same family values as you if they don't do what you want them to do concerning the family. Fair enough. No, you just dropped something else in my memory while I was thinking about this, about the person who does it occasionally or situationally. So let's say someone turns into a bully every time they have stress at work. Mm-hmm. Will the situation, will the positive reinforcement? You do. Will the, will the, <laughs> well, that's a question. Will the positive reinforcement help in that matter? Hey, you know what? I think you handled that. You saw a lot of stress at work. I appreciate you not blowing up here at the house and not becoming a bully. I think it can, but I think it's all in how you couch it and what you say. I mean, I think it's important to say to people, hey, babe, is everything okay? Oh, well, why do you mean? What do you say? Like, you seem more, I don't know, angry, upset. I mean, I think I feel like you're trying to force me to do something or force me into a trip or force. Oh, I'm not, I'm, I'm not just, wait a minute. Let me refer that. Force me to go to Hawaii. I never feel forced to spend money and take a trip. But, for example, force me to do something I didn't want to do or go somewhere I didn't want to go. Oh, take me, do <laughs> Yeah, I don't feel bullied by that. But let me say this. Some people do bully by those things. Some people do say things like, I'll buy all the clothes. So I'll bring you what you need. If you don't act right, you're not getting a new outfit. Okay. Or another bully behavior might be, you know, babe, I picked you up this new dress. I think you look really good in it. And maybe she said, you know what, I'm fine with what I've got. I don't want to wear it. But I've already brought it. So you're telling me I went out and I spent $4 on a dress and you're not going to wear it? The bully right there. Right. That's a push. Right. That's a push. And so we have to look at all the different ways, especially in intimate and and family relationships. You can bully on like a thousand different levels. And so the question is, sometimes you get bullied and you don't care. Okay, so you know what, it's no big deal, your mom's here, you know what, whatever, I'm going to let that be. Sometimes you get bullied and you do care. My suggestion is you all learn some, some skills to compromise with. You kind of sit down and say, listen, I feel better when you don't push me to do it, but sometimes you just have to not respond to the threats and not respond to the bully behavior. I mean, to me, that's one of the biggest ways to deal with it. And then you'll get people that say, Dr. Noel, I tried to, I ignored it, I didn't do what he told me to do, and it constantly broke out into a fight, a big fight. So be consistent with that. I mean, as long as your life is not in danger. So, so if he's saying every night I want you to cook dinner, and if you don't cook dinner by the time I get home, then I won't pay the bills, um, you've got to mitigate that. That's very different than, I mean, bullying is different depending on each household. 
Right, like I said, these are all individual situations, and we're just taking kind of general statements out there. So, but again, like you mentioned before, people have specific situations in their relationships they need to help work on. We definitely recommend they give the office a call and set up the time to see one of the clinicians that we have here. And, and I think another way to resolve some bully behavior is I, I think some things don't need to be an argument. Like, for example, I have couples that argue over what groceries to buy. And I feel like if you put somebody in charge of that, I mean, I'll be transparent. In our home, I'm the grocery shopper. So we never have an argument over what goes into the cart because it's my job to do it. Right, right. And if I ask Darren to go out and get groceries, I send my list with him. It's no, don't think about it. Here's what I want you to do. Go out and get it. Thanks. Absolutely. There will be problems if I'm going out. Right. But I mean, but I'm just saying, some people argue about things that don't have to be argued about. Absolutely. If I don't do the grass, I don't really do the outside of the house unless it's concerned in my garden. So he, I don't care who he wants to cut the grass. I don't care how he does it. That's on him. I'm not going to fight you over Oh, it was angled left. It was, it went right. It, you know, whatever. If that's if you're okay with it, I'm okay with it. That's right. So some things I think people bully each other into because the other person won't just give some things away. And I think in a marriage, in a relationship, even if you're dating, even friends, mothers and daughters, you know, kids and parents, some things you have to give away. For example, I, I'm really big on my daughter being matchy matchy when she goes to bed. But when I tell her sometimes now, hey, go pick out something to sleep in. Yeah, she might come back with any number of things, you know, and I'm just like, you know what, that's not a point where I'm going to steamroll her into, if you don't get the outfit I want you to wear, you're going to do this or do that. I just go, okay, great. That's what you want to see, man, we're good. It's like, almost like a micromanagement. I'm taking this, you know, uh, a micromanagement. No one likes to be micromanagement. If you're going to give the responsibility to somebody, let them manage it. Because right. if, or if you want to do it yourself. I'm making a different point. Right. I'm not saying micromanage or don't micromanage. I'm saying give something away so the other person can do it. It doesn't have to be a discussion at all. That doesn't sound like micromanage. No, because what I'm saying is people may argue about what goes into the, to the grocery cart, and I'm saying you don't have to bully anybody if you just give the thing away. And let them do it. Right. You don't even have to say. It's not about management, so it's about you have it, you do it on you. Okay. Okay. Maybe you're making a different point. No, it's not like Michael Mann. Meaning, if you're going to be responsible for it, I'm not going to try and tell you exactly how to be responsible for it. Okay. You handle it and you handle it. Okay. Oh, if I give it away and I tell you exactly how you do it, then you know what? You're bullying me to do it in your way while you do it. Right. But, I mean, but I think we should be honest that in marital relationships, it's not, it's combative sometimes to say, if you don't like the way I do it, do it yourself. So it's easier to say in a calm time, Hey, listen, the last time we had a discussion about who's going to pay this bill, like I just read the news for our area, and a guy and his roommate got into an argument about the roommate didn't pay his portion of the cable bill and the light bill. And so instead of just having a discussion about it, the other guy beat him up so bad the police had to be called. I heard that. I did hear about that. <laughs> and that's a bully situation. So you're going to confront me about the bills? Well, I'm going to crack you in the back of the head. That's you know, so, so, but that's bully behavior, that's right? Behavior, absolutely. He's trying to go to the guy saying, hey, listen, dude, you know, the light's going to be cut off if you don't pay your 50%, and now he's, he's getting stitches. Right. You know, Stop bugging me about the bill. I'm going to beat you up. Right. And so, again, sometimes we get into bully relationships because we haven't made a good decision for, beforehand about who to roommate with, who to marry, who to be with. But let's say we find ourselves in those situations one, don't give into a bully if, if it's not, you don't absolutely have to. And if you have to, then that's, to me, like a violent situation you want to get out of that situation anyway. The second thing is let consequences happen for that person. I feel like a lot of times, 
you know, I don't want this person to be sad. I don't want this. I, I, I just have to keep using kids as an example because I think a lot of parents bully their kids, and a lot of kids bully their parents to get what they want. But I'll give you an example. Um, it's time for us to leave out. My daughter has to brush her teeth every single day before we leave and after we go. And so one day she's screaming and hollering, I don't want to brush my teeth. So I said, you know what? Fine. Then you're going to hug your friends, and they're going to smell that mouth, and they're going to know you didn't brush your teeth. And I can guarantee you that the next time you come home, you'll be brushing the teeth. I don't want to. We didn't. So then one of her little friends, not all of them, just one said, it doesn't smell. What happened to your mouth? I didn't have to argue with her about it anymore. That's a good point. In terms of letting the consequences happen, stop protecting the bully. You know what? I'm gonna let the let the let the, let the cards fall where they may. You're gonna experience the uh, result of your bullying behavior, mm-hmm. and it'll just let it happen. Now, the flip side of that, I also have to deal with the consequences. Why don't you make a brush of teeth before she left out the house? Because you have parents that go, well, "What were you thinking?" So you couldn't get your, you know, that sure. kind of a thing. Or let's say the consequences affect everybody. Bob doesn't pay the mortgage, so everybody gets evicted. I mean, so we have to also be calculated in what we allow consequences to look like. That's a good point. So like you mentioned before, someone is not going to pay a bill, right? So then guess what? If you don't got, so then everybody loses that benefit. Absolutely. Something doesn't get paid, something gets cut off, you have no longer access to, this, uh, to the workout center, to uh, the, the zoo, whatever. To watching the cable. To watching the cable. The use of the car. So, honey, so now because you didn't do what I – uh, one, you, you didn't do what I wanted you to do. I'm taking the car away. Right. But guess what? I used to t- use that car. I used to take the dry clean to to get the dry cleans. But guess what? Now you don't have any clean shirts when you need to go to work because I didn't have a car, so I couldn't take the clothes to dry clean. Okay. Absolutely. You know, it, there's a there's a consequence instead of bullying behavior. Guess what? Because you never knew all the things that I really did for you with the car that I that, that you provide a quote unquote provider for me. Correct. You know, another bully behavior that I see, and I see this a lot with um, people that take medication for particular things. Okay. They'll say, you know what, you're harassing me. You know, if you keep it up, maybe I'll just stop taking my medication. Then. Will that make you happy? Ooh. You know, and so what's the consequence to that? I mean, it can go so far as, as even loss of life, right? Because, like, if you're taking insulin and different medications, those things are really needed. Um, so I'm not suggesting that you let people die, so to speak. What I am suggesting is, you can't force anyone to do anything, but you can control yourself. Okay, absolutely. So what you can say is, is you know, if you choose to do that, that's like super silly. If you choose to do that, that's on you, but I, I'm not going to be held hostage anymore. And so the bully behavior, what we're asking you to do is find an amicable way to take away this kind of hostage stance that bullies put you in. Do it my way or else. I'm going to do A if you don't do B. I mean, that's just not the way to barter. And so we want to take away the leverage of a bully, and once you take away the leverage, the bully behavior stops. That's a great. That's a great point, and it's not easy to do because obviously sometimes it's, it's a relationship. Obviously, you love this person, okay? You have feelings for them. You don't necessarily want some of the uh, negative ramifications that happen to them. But guess what? You've got to care about and love yourself just as much. And guess what? You don't want to. You have to say, guess what? I love myself just like I love you. And I don't want to continue to have this bully behavior coming toward me. So guess what? I'm going to let the consequences, the consequences happen. The other thing is if you have children in the house and they're watching one of you all be a bully, they will pick it up. Absolutely. And it is so hard when a kid learns something between zero and five or zero and eight. It is so difficult to unteach that thing that they learn. It gets ingrained in them. Or to replace it. One of the things I learned is you don't chew gum at church. My grandmother told me that, and I mean, 
I, when I see people chew gum, even now I go, you can't do that. You're not supposed to be chewing gum. I mean, I learned that you never go to someone's house with a hole in your sock. What if they ask you to take off your shoes? I mean, things that I learned. But we also learn bully behaviors or compromising or stress management skills from the people that we see all the time. Absolutely. And, again, that, that child is picking that up. It gets ingrained in them, and that becomes part of their core of who they are. This has become acceptable behavior. So now you've got to counteract this. is not acceptable behavior. But wait a minute. The two people who I love the most and love me, quote, unquote, love me the most, my mom and dad, and I see them demonstrate this behavior, it's going to take a lot of uh, improper behavior. Absolutely. And sometimes, you know, especially with threats, I always tell people, if someone tells you that they're going to kill themselves because they can't be with you, dial 911 and tell the police this person says that they're suicidal. Let them see what the consequences of that really is, that there is a secondary, like because if they choose option A, then there are some outside consequences, you know, option B, that you may not have control over. So if you're in a situation where she's going to kill herself if I don't stay with her, take away the leverage, dial 911 and say this is what happened. We had an argument. I'm trying to tell her that I, I don't like the way things are. She says she's going to kill herself if I don't bend to her way. What do you, you know, right. should she go to the hospital? Like, what are the things that can do? Like, now your people coming over the house knocking on the door. Oh, wait a minute. I was just kidding. Oh, no, no, no. That's not a playful thing. We don't joke around by that. Mm-hmm. I take it very seriously. You're not going to bully me with that. Absolutely. And that's not to say, you know what, you bully me, I'll bully you. That's to say, there are natural consequences for one's behavior. Yes. So if you're going to act a certain way, there are societal consequences for that particular bully behavior. Absolutely. So bottom line, as long as you can do it safely and legally, remove the bully's leverage so he doesn't have any hostages or she doesn't have any hostages, so to speak. And over time, I can't predict if that's going to be a day, a month, a year, 10 years, over time the bully behaviors will dissipate. Okay, folks, you have a great week. All Take right, care. we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.